Hi, my name is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Jackie J.P. Phillips. JP is a high energy servant leader who creates and implements unique strategic plans to increase or maximize revenue streams for small businesses and organizations. She's also the director, producer, and host at the Podcast Push. Hi, JP. Hi, how are you? I am good. And I love servant leadership. This keeps coming up to me. Um, I learned about it quite a long time ago and was so intrigued by it. And I really do believe that if you are going to be a good leader, you you have to serve the people you lead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, it's really imperative, uh, especially now, um, that, that you are, you know, as much as you are uh, coaching and motivating and, and all of that, that you are also right there in the trenches too. Uh, and a lot of the times, even as a, a consultant or a coach, you know, I'm, I'm living some of the same things that I'm coaching about. Right. So right. I think it's important to, to, to make sure that you're serving everyone, including yourself while you're leading. Well, and I think also if you are serving the people you're leading, you understand more of of how to effectively lead them, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It it, it has to come from the heart. I say it all the time. It's one of my favorite hashtags to lead with love. So you have to, right? You have to get to the point where you're you're really serving. You know, how can I help you be better? And then and then that way, you know, I'm learning to be better. Right. Because I'm learning, you know, everyone learns differently. Everyone's comprehension level is different. Uh, the way that people receive um, uh, any level of critique is different. Right. So you have to be smart about that, because at the end of the day, I want you to really absorb what I'm saying. I don't, I don't right. you know, it doesn't matter to me whether I'm right or wrong or whether you think I'm right or wrong. It's like absorb the message. So. Um, learning to deliver in the ways that fits all these personalities is, uh, I think that's a level of serving. So you are one of the people that have embraced Clubhouse. I see yeah. your name come up all the time. So is that is that platform working out well for you? Uh, it works out because uh, a lot of what I do on uh, Clubhouse is, is a collaborative effort. So um, you know, I do a lot with uh, Camille Dangerfield and Keisha Kent. So even I can be really, really active and still not have to say a whole lot all the time, but still be, you know, in the mix. So uh, I, I like the platform. I, I do like the platform. It is, uh, I love to just have, be able to have the conversations with, you know, you get all types of people from all over the world. So it's, it's, Oh my gosh, how fun. It makes it, yeah. Yeah. It makes it really, really interesting. Uh, really, really, um, sincere. Right. So, uh, we do the intentional morning, uh, every morning, well, Monday through Friday, 7am central. And every single time, every single time there is an 
aha moment or there is a, a business connection or, um, you know, a sisterhood or um, men join the room quite often as well. So it's just, you know, just all of this love, right, all through right. serving, right? Because that room is an act of service, right? We we talk about everything in that in that room. So, um, and it's it's a really, really good way to get focused for the day. So is this all your coaching when it comes to the businesses? And, and you've worked with some really interesting businesses. You and I had a discussion before. I was like, yes. man, that you've worked with, some, I, I don't know what you want to reveal in the podcast, but talk about some of the businesses that you've helped and, and how you help them. Uh, so one of, one of the businesses that I've helped that most people always kind of are uh, taken aback by is the Soybean Export Council. And they're just like, wait, what? <laughs> what is that? What does so the soybean the people so- do? <laughs> yeah. So the Soybean Export Council uh, is basically an entity that does a lot of research to try to help U.S. farmers sell their soybeans overseas. So they run as projects. But if you, t- you know, I took a deeper dive into um, why some of the projects were getting stalled or why some of the projects were having uh, issues and it was at the level of the farmer, right? Most farmers have no idea about what a project manager is talking about. Right, okay. Right? They're, yeah. they're, they're using terminology and things like that and they're just like, I don't know, just I'm, like, I gotta I'm go. just growing you know? soybeans and I got a lot of work to do. I mean, there's a lot of work to be right. a farmer. And you know what? There, you want you want to learn something about time management? Talk to a farmer. They are to the minute with their time. Really, to the minute with the time. yes, yes. They I are very, very focused. That has to be such a difficult deal when you are when you have to deal with weather, and you know what I mean. Like there's so many unknowns yes. that can happen at any given time. Yes. When you are up against the elements and you're wanting everything yes. to cooperate with you, so the crop grows, and you know yeah. what I mean. I just, I can't. I, that just sounds stressful, honestly. And, and you know, you nailed it because, um, and that's why they're so particular about their time and maximizing their time because today may be a perfect day, but then you may get rained out for a week. So they want to make sure that in every day that they're, they're, you know, leaving it all on the stage, if you will. Right. Because they, they, they can't control the elements. You know, they can only try to prepare for it and be as diligent as, uh, as they can. So, but the, the, you know, working with farmers is a totally different beast. Um, in, in, in the world of project management, it, it was really about me rolling up my sleeves and saying, okay, when they're talking to you about, you know, resources and <laughs> workflow, this is what they mean. Right. And so right. that was my way of serving them by, you know, breaking this down. You know, they, they don't know what you mean by a statement of work most of the time. Like, really talk to them. You know, oh, yeah, your scope of work, you're out of the scope of work or you're creating scope creep. They're like, I'm not a creep. What, what do you, you mean? <laughs> so... It's true, though. That was one of the big ones. That was one of the big ones. And then one of my favorites, um, I love everybody, though, but one of the favorites is uh, Mirror Smart Conferencing. Uh, Mirror Smart Conferencing 
creates customized websites for conferences worldwide. I mean, wow. conferences for everything. Yeah. So it was, it was a very, very important to serve in that, in that capacity because, um, you know, building a website for, for anything, you know, can be taxing. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Building a website that is for submissions of, from thousands of people and, um, you know, uh, there are language barriers. There are the, there are the time, don't, time zone differences that people don't always think about when they're planning meetings and things like that. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's 10 o'clock for you, but it's 2.30 in the morning for me. Like, we need to talk about this. We and then we have a time change yeah. with compliment, with complicates everything. I just had a friend recently was telling me like, so we had this time change, but then not everybody across the world changed and so then they had to like yes. re-figure out what time are we meeting again? <laughs> you know, I was like, oh yes. my gosh, that has got to be, that hurts my head to think of that. Yeah. So something so small is, is really important because, you know, you may say, well, it's just an hour, but you may be going into someone's dinner time with their family. Right, right. Right. Or you may be, you don't know, uh, it was a, an instance where a gentleman uh, was receiving dialysis three times a week. So that change in the meeting was impacting his health. Right. Because he, he, was, he was afraid. Like if I miss too many of these meetings, then, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't seem like I'm available to the team. I'm not involved as the team, but, you know, it was those conversations, you know, really kind of just having those leadership moments where you're saying, okay, let's, let's flush this out. Let's talk about it and, and do what's best overall, right? You can't please everyone all the time. But I think if you are leading from a good place, it usually just comes together. And people know, people sense that, you know, yes. this is coming from a good right. place. I can like, trust this. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because even if it isn't the exact answer that they want, they know that you tried, like, because you wrote just leaves up and sat down with them and said, okay, well, you know, can you come to the meeting and you present the first 15 minutes that way you can go, right? Or can you pre-record your stuff and turn it in? You know, there are ways to do that, but you have to be a servant leader to understand, like, do you know how difficult that is? I'm meeting, I'm missing my dialysis appointment for this meeting. I'm right. Not, I'm, I'm there, but I'm not. Well, we all have our time schedules. You know, when people, yeah. that, you talking about doing it something at 7 a.m., but that's just not going to happen for me. <laughs> I am just not my best at 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm thinking about meeting times. So let me ask you this then. Let's talk about the podcast push. What's that all about? Okay. So the, the podcast push is literally that um, I have a genuine love for podcasting. It's so, so fun. I want it to. Yeah, it is. It is. And I wanted to have a platform where um, podcasters actually got to just talk about podcasts, right? So what their favorite podcasts are, why they got into podcasting, learn about other podcasts, because the one thing, and you could probably attest to this, is when you're actually behind the mic, you don't always get to hear <laughs> you know, a, a lot of other people's stuff or get to talk about it at least to say, you know, I was researching and I came across this really neat podcast and here it is. So I'm, I'm you know, I, I was doing some podcasting research yesterday. I'm working with, I'm coaching a millennial uh, by the name of uh, 
Chanel Minifield. She is a vegan foodie and she's having, um, she's launching a show in April. So we were looking for um, podcasts. And so, of course, naturally, because she's vegan, she's just like, well, I've been listening to these vegan podcasts. And I'm like, well, have you listened to podcasts that are produced and hosted by millennials? <laughs> You're a millennial. <laughs> she's like, you know what? That's a good idea. So we started, you know, kind of chatting and looking at, looking for some. And so I have a few that I'm going to check out just to, just to see, you know, just to, just to get involved. So uh, the podcast push is literally about that. You know, you're still behind the mic, but you're not conducting an interview. You're not, you know, having to deliver the news. It's really about you and your world around podcasting. Love it. That's so fun. So I've got Which, some, I've got, so first, before I go into my, my questions, what do you really want people to know about JP and what she does? And we talked um, about servant leadership. We talked about helping businesses and podcast push, but what, what have I missed? That I really love it. You love it. That and that, I, that's that good. I, I, I absolutely. I love it. I love you live it. in your passion. Um, yeah, and um, I am a busy person, but uh, here lately, it's been a thing, Mish, that people have said, well, I was going to reach out to you, but you, I figured you were probably too busy to have a conversation. You have to have a conversation and reach out to get on the calendar. Yeah. Have Call a us. I get the same thing where people are like, you're always so busy. I'm like, I, it, I... I am, and I'm doing a lot of fun things, but it doesn't mean we can't yeah. go talk. <laughs> I love talking right. to people, you know. Yeah. And yes, exactly. Yeah. Get yeah. on the calendar, right? No, but and yeah. and it, it is people think you're everywhere because you're doing a podcast. You're on Club. I mean, it, it it appears like right that you're just everywhere. But I always tell people I actually really sleep. I sleep eight hours a night. You know, I have restful times. Don't try yeah, to get a meeting with me on a Saturday. I probably won't talk to you on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm just vegging out. <laughs> yeah, There's like I love it. And, active, and, active, active, and then quiet. You know what? We need that though. Yes. Uh, I've found uh, usually on Saturdays, um, and this is something that we talked about in the intentional morning uh, clubhouse is, um, having a word fast, I speak a lot. So I'm constantly teaching, I'm producing, I'm directing, I'm, you know, coaching. And so uh, on Saturdays for a minimum of two hours, I don't talk. Really? That would be, I think no, that would be hard. No Let phone. me think about that. Because I'm talking, <laughs> I even talk to my pets and to myself, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I always think about, like, oh, my gosh, if somebody had a camera on me, like, she just chats it up with herself and those pets all day long. <laughs> but that is interesting. Yeah, so, so is it, so it's very intentional, though, on Saturdays, you say, these two hours, yeah. quiet. Yeah, so it's my, it's my time to, to meditate. It is my time to um, rest my vocals. I had a, a little stint where I was so raspy <laughs> from all of the, you know, I need, I need to rest and just relax yeah. your body. Right. So I'm not, I'm not typing. I'm not on the phone. I'm not doing any of that. I'm sitting up 
laying down, relaxing, meditating, praying, whatever it is, but it it helps. And I, I tell you, it, it helps because uh, last Saturday I didn't do it and, and I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a practice for, you got to keep up the practice. Yes, absolutely. That is a, that's really an interesting idea. I love that idea. I'm going to play around with that. Yeah. Give it, give it a try. Even, even if it's just for a few minutes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be two hours. It can be right. You can say, I'm going to do this, like start with 20 minutes or something. All right. I'm going to not talk on Saturday for a while. (laughs) I'll report back to you. (laughs) I love it. All right. I have fun questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. What was the first concert you went to? My first concert. Oh man. Let me think about that. That's hard. Concert. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a little seasoned. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta, I gotta think that. It was a well, Prince then, concert. It was a what? Prince. It was Prince. Oh my I, I gosh! Guess. Yes. So there was that when he came. Let's see. When was it? In eighty? It was eighty something. I went to a Prince uh-huh. concert. Oh my gosh! It was like one of my most favorite concerts ever. And then I actually, yeah. for a while there, I was like, I kept tagging him and saying, "Can you come back to St. Louis soon?" He has an amazing show. Oh my gosh. Yes. You can't. You're like glued to the stage the whole time. One of the most talented, I mean, one of the most talented musicians ever, you know, and I'm I'm so intrigued by people that just know how to write songs, write songs, write songs. I mean, he just could write songs and there's so many artists. I don't know that people know how many songs have been done by other artists that were written by Prince. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't think so either. But he, he is, a, he's a machine. I mean, look at all the instruments he plays. And oh, just, I, uh, right. Just one of those people that were just born and like, hello, I'm really talented. So here I go. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love that it was a Prince concert. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a Prince. I concert. love that. Yeah. All right. So then, let me ask you about. I don't know why I'm on like a media thing, but is there a movie that you have watched? You were like, that is the weirdest movie ever. <laughs> just weird. Um, just wacky, weird, like not sure why I watched that or if I will, I just pretty sure I won't watch it again. And <laughs> you know, there are, there are a couple that, that I've watched with, with my lady and I don't know if I don't remember the names of them but like it it is kind of like I could have had a V8 moment (laughs) because I don't watch a lot of television oh really I don't don't get it no no I know that sounds crazy and I get it all the time it's people are like you know you're on ABC 30 so you don't watch television I'm like every now and then I'll check myself out (laughs) you know here and there but it's just not your thing so I don't watch so do you read or what's your, what's your downtime? Um, reading is my thing. Reading, reading is your is thing. thing. Like, so right now I'm reading Go-Giver and uh, The Untethered Soul. I, I'm revisiting The Untethered Soul. I've read it a few times. Yeah. I don't know The Untethered Soul. That sounds interesting. It is very interesting. It's a chin check. <laughs> it's a what? It, 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 
it'll chin check you, right? It, it really, it really um, makes you think about how you respond and how uh, you absorb information. So you have to check it out. It's a, it's a, it's a great read. Interesting. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I, that's good. I, I, the I, movie I led us read. to, you're a book person. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, outside of television, um, you know, I've fallen in love with boxing training. Not to fight. Really? Not to fight. But just the training. I love it. I love it. It is as intense as it is. It's the most relaxing thing to do ever. But it probably is really like a way to like hurt anybody. Right. But it's probably a way to get out like some of your energy and to just kind of. Yes. I mean, I love that. So do you go to a gym? Yeah. So uh, STL Boxing Academy is uh, in Delwood and uh, I'm there quite often. Really? (laughs) That's got to be a good workout though. It is. It's a, it's a total body workout. But it, it is, um, the, the crazy thing is that you don't quite realize that you're working out because you're trying to have your form be perfect, right? Because you have, boxers are, I have a whole new respect for boxers because you have to remember the punches. You have to remember how to throw them correctly. And then, you know, the goal is to hit and not be hit. So you're playing this mental chess game. But that's also physical at the same time. Right. So, you know, there are there are only six punches, but there are five million different ways to throw combinations, right? So it is it's a total body workout. It um challenges you not only physically but mentally. And uh it, it it helps me a lot. It helps because like I said, you get to hit stuff, even though I've made a mistake a time or two and hit my trainer on accident. Uh, but the trainer still likes you, so <laughs> she does. She does. She does. She 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 takes she takes it on the chin literally. Like there was one incident where I didn't even realize I had hit her because like she didn't double blink, she didn't flinch or anything. But I like busted her lip, and I was just like, Ooh. "What happened?" She's like, "You just did that." I'm like, "Oh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, that is really interesting though. I I don't know that I would have thought of, hey, I think I'm going to go train to, you know, learn how to box, but but it is true. Yeah. It is not. I mean, every time that I think a younger me would look at something and be like, oh, it's just hitting. They're just hitting each other, not knowing all the different things that have to go into. It's it's just like race car driving. Like, no, they're not just driving fast. There's like an actual talent to all of this. It takes training yes. and there's a, that mental thing. The mental thing in sports is, is so interesting. Yes. Yeah, because, um, I, you know, I uh, I realized once I started doing the training, like I do, I call it cardio chess. <laughs> because that makes sense like you're doing though. cardio but playing chess at the same time because, you know, your movements determine what, what the outcome is, right? Right. And you have to think three, four moves ahead, not just at the, the, the punch you're about to throw. You need to think about the counter that's going to come your way and how you can get out of there. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot, but I love it. I love it too. It, it, it Very is, cool. It fantastic. Go JP. I love it. Thanks. So one of the questions I always ask people is to talk about, because we, you know, I'm, I'm 
really working on this prioritizing kindness. I, I want people to put kindness at the forefront and think about, you know, are they being kind? How are they being kind? Can they take that kindness up to the next level? So have you yourself witnessed, received, or given any kindness lately that we can talk about? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I'm a, I'm a, you know, note card, slip your note card. Um, you know, I've, uh, surprised a couple of Facebook friends and treated them to Starbucks, you know, people I don't usually interact with, but if they, so there were two gentlemen who had never really engaged with me before. And, um, you know, it started on a comment thread, but we ended up inboxing and just really having some good dialogue. And the next day I cashed out them both and said, you know, we had a coffee chat yesterday without the coffee. So get coffee on me. Oh, cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, anybody that takes me to Starbucks or they're ranking in my <laughs> book because <laughs> they just built one not too far away from me. And it's sort of dangerous. I'm going there way too often now, but I love it. <laughs> Well, yay. I mean, coffee. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. And just having genuine conversation, hearing people out. You know, um, I had a conversation with a young lady yesterday and she she's just like, I have absolutely no interest in being in front of the camera, but I would love to shadow you for two or three days. You know, is that possible? And I'm like, yeah, get ready, you know, bring some snacks. <laughs> And it's a great way to learn, though. That is such an amazing way to learn. And to, you know, young people, I I don't care what age you are, if you want to learn something, I I can't imagine that most people would not be more than happy to let you shadow them. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely, you can. Be prepared. Yeah. (laughs) Wear comfortable shoes. (laughs) Oh, I bet. Right, right, right. So tell me where everybody can find you. Uh, Facebook is JPCEO. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is only one JPCEO. And you can email me, jp at unheardmedia.biz. Love it. And tell me why somebody should reach out to you. Who are you, you looking to help right now? Uh, so right now, I'm really focusing heavily on production, whether it is um, a short film, a documentary, um, a docu-series, a TV series. Uh, I am building a Roku channel. So I'm heavy into production right now uh, and podcasting. So if if that's your thing, um, you can reach out to me if you are looking for a business strategist. You know, if you have your business and it's and it's going, but you're, you feel like you're following, you're plateauing or something like that, that's another great reason to reach out. And then just reach out and chat. Toss an idea too, you know. I it's, love it's it. It's all good. I'm op- I'm open to conversation. What is your Roku channel going to be called? How uh, will we find TV. it? What is it? I'm sorry. Uh, so um, it's going to be unheard. Unheard. Oh wait, you went out on me. You went away, JP. <laughs> Come back. It was unheard TV, and then you went. Unheard. And then I couldn't hear you. Oh, it's unheard TV, and I said it'll launch this this summer. And uh, I'll keep you in the loop on everything. We'll do, you know, some sneak peeks and all that good stuff as we as we go along the journey. 
Absolutely. Please do. And thank you so much for being on today. I loved learning more about you. you. I appreciate it. Very awesome. Thank you for having me. And for everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash. I am Mish Hancock. Head on over to Facebook. Look up 100th ME, 100THME. It's all about kindness. Come join us. Uh, Be a part of prioritizing that kindness. Yes, thank you. Mwah.